0: What's up? Welcome. It's been a minute since we have recorded an episode of this podcast, um, but I hope you're all well. Um, and do you remember what the trivia question was from last time? It was, which state is the Bluegrass State? Did you know it? It's Kentucky. It's one of my favorite trivia questions. Um, So before I hop into describing what we're doing on this episode, um, we had to have someone phone in from my cell phone um, and put it up with the mic um, because they couldn't actually come in and record with us. So if the first little bit of the podcast sounds a little funky, I don't know, don't judge me, just deal with it Um, because it was fun. But in any case... Welcome to today's episode, we're sitting down with Chief Delahanty from the Winthrop Police Department, as well as Lieutenant Steve Rogers to talk about what they've got going on in Winthrop in April, as well as to learn a little, more, little bit more about the Chief. This episode was fun, um, and the Winthrop Police Department has a lot going on this month, so without further ado, let us begin. Here we go, now we're going. All right, folks. We're here today on the Casa Cast with some pretty esteemed guests. We're here with Officer Rogers from the Winthrop De- Police Department, and of course, Chief Delahanty, um, and a uh, representative from the Flutie Foundation. Um, Nick, if you want to, you know, introduce yourself a little bit, who you work for, kind of what the Flutie Foundation does, and your um, your involvement with the Winthrop Police Department, and what you guys are doing this month. Now is uh, now is the time for your soapbox great no thank you so much for having me uh we're so excited
1: to be a part of this partnership and, and this overall program and so my name is nick Savarese. i'm the executive director of the doug flutie jr foundation for autism uh just a little bit about who we are and what we do we uh for those that, you know many people know who the fluties are but you know some people don't i doug and Lori flutie doug flutie is a uh, you know heisman trophy winning quarterback grew up in natick won the heisman trophy as a boston college quarterback and then went on to a Really successful 20-year professional football career both in the NFL as well as the Canadian Football League and uh, about 22 years ago shortly after uh, their son Doug Jr. was diagnosed with autism uh, they were kind of looking for services for their son Doug Jr. and at that time autism didn't have the the prevalence or the the notoriety for lack of a better word that it does now and the services that it does now and so they were looking around for Dougie to to, to help him get therapy services and they, they couldn't find anything And so Doug and Lori, who are wonderfully generous and uh, philanthropic people, thought to themselves, "Wow, like we're the Fluties, you know? Uh, You know, we're pretty famous. We have connections. We have, you know, we have a little bit of money, and we can't find resources for our son. What about all these other families? Uh, They're, you know, if we can't find it, you know, then these other families definitely can. And that was really the nexus of the Flutie Foundation 22 years ago, really helping fam people and families affected by autism." You know live their life to the fullest that's kind of our, our statement but what it really means is just you know trying to provide access for for um for 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 people and families to to get the resources they need and that's basically been at our core for about 22 years now obviously we've grown since then and uh you know a lot of different partnerships and programs and that sort of thing but really at our core is it's um, you know grants to community organizations and providing direct financial support to families for autism-related services. So that's kind of our, our soapbox. And uh, I guess the last thing I'll say is one of the one of our core initiatives is around safety, right? Safety mm-hmm. for people with autism. A, a lot of uh, not all people with autism, but a lot of people with autism tend to wander uh, or, or that sort of thing. So uh, safety is a big priority for our for us. Whether we provide safety bracelets, uh, GPS tracking bracelets. We uh, will help out families by putting fences in people's backyards. And of course, we're aligned with uh, local police departments and their values and uh, all the, the tremendous work that they do in Winthrop and, and, and throughout you know, the, the Commonwealth to provide uh, for, for, for safe communities, in particular for people with autism. So we're so excited that Winthrop's uh, kind of hopped on board with the police patch program and uh, we're just really grateful for, for them,
0: as well as, you know, again, uh, police departments around the Commonwealth. Awesome, Nick. Um, so how did you guys really get in contact with Winthrop? And maybe we'll probably touch a little bit upon that, you know, when uh, we get you off the phone. We'll, I'll talk a little bit about that with the chief. But I, I'm curious, like, from the Flutie Foundation, like, how did you guys get involved with Winthrop? <laughs> yeah uh, you kinda, you,
1: I'll be I'll be honest I'm, I'm gonna say through my colleague Ellie Gamas we have a great colleague who works at the Flutie foundation Ellie who really leads this kind of police patch partnership program mm. so uh you kind of caught me I'm, I'm not a hundred percent certain as to how this specific Winthrop uh partnership came to be but what I can say is that uh you know again we're just really grateful uh for the great work that the Winthrop Police department does and that uh you know they've decided to jump on it and, and, and be a Be a partner organization and i just have to credit uh probably the windsor police uh the chief for reaching out and and my colleague ellie who i'm sure was probably like you know phone calls emails letters (laughs) all that sort of thing
2: you you get that right nick it it wasn't um it wasn't too hard to get us on board so we received an email uh, from the flutie foundation Um, i have the luxury of accepting those emails saying yes and then passing the project (laughs) off to lieutenant rogers uh, who's done an amazing job with the patch program uh, added t-shirts that people can purchase at the police station as well um, for $15 um, a t-shirt. The patches are $10 a patch and also um, next Saturday, a week from the Saturday, the uh, 17th of April, we'll have a Winter Ball style versus Winter Police and Fire um, hockey uh, game at 6.30 at the last rank. seating is limited. Um, but my understanding is we're going to film that and air it on WCT, sell the patches and T-shirts awesome. um, two hours prior to the game as well. Um, I think uh, I, you know I, we had an overwhelming response from the winter community um, thus far with the patches and with the T-shirts. Um, so we're hopeful that we can raise a significant amount of money for the Foodie Foundation to keep uh, their programs going. We find that there's a, a huge value. Uh, when you have this type of bracelet program mm. gps and allowing us it makes our job easier um, the more people we can have with bracelets and, and GPS so when they do wander off and if they do wander off we can respond quickly to make sure they're safe.
0: Awesome Hey Nick I know uh, you're you're on your way to get your vaccine so I don't want to hold you too long I do just want to thank you for hopping on and uh, giving, a, giving us a little bit more about the Flutie Foundation and talking a little on our podcast man it's been great
1: yeah, no, thank you so much, and uh, we're really looking forward to uh, to all the Winthrop efforts, and uh, yeah, uh, looking forward to the, the big game. What is it? It's a, a Saturday, uh, what is it, like Saturday the
2: 17th, or the, uh, sorry, Chief, what, what was the date you said? Yeah, it was? Saturday, April 17th at 6.30 yeah. p.m.
1: Great.
0: Awesome. Great. Well, thank you. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, yeah, Nick, we'll talk to you, man. Thank you for your partnership, Okay, man. thank you. See ya. Bye now. So who's going to win the hockey game? Me. Well,
2: I think um, the police are definitely going to win. The police are going to win, in the back. <laughs> we might not get much help from the fire, but <laughs> you know, definitely the police officers will carry the day. Um, we have a great partnership with the fire department. Um, I say that jokingly because mm-hmm. we do. Uh, it's not often that you see the partnership and the relationships between police and fire mm-hmm. in a community uh, or a city uh, that we have here. So we're, we're neighbors, we're friends, uh, we have grown up together, although... Now I'm much older. I, I don't know a lot of the newer. <laughs> but you can see the newer officers are friends with the newer firefighters. Yeah. So the tradition continues. Um, the, myself and Chief Flanagan often walk together um, with our dogs. And um, on, on off time, we're communicating constantly as well. So it makes it easier when something does happen. That yeah. all your partners already have these developed relationships. And Winthrop is, is fortunate to have that.
0: That is Yeah, that is good. Let's walk back a little bit. Who is this voice that we've got on this podcast? Let's do
1: a
3: check-in.
0: You want to do a check-in? I want to do a check-in. Okay, we can do a check-in. What's a check-in, Rihanna? Uh,
3: check-in is name, age, pronouns. You don't have to put your age. I like to say my age because, I don't know, 17, dancing queen, you know? Uh, <laughs> ABBA. I never, I never saw Mamma Mia, and then I saw Mamma Mia, and I was like, oh, is that where it comes from? I didn't know that. Um... Okay, so name, age, pronouns. Pronouns are like how you want other people to refer to you. Mm-hmm. And then we can do a check-in question, or we can do Mark's opening that he made me write in all caps. Um, which I,
0: I forget what I made you write.
3: The Red Sox suck. So Well,
0: okay, they won, they, they won they three won. in a row, so I'm going to okay. walk back on
3: that okay. too and be we, like... We wrote this three days ago, so maybe don't know. I don't know, I don't, keep up with, I don't keep up with
0: sports. It's so funny because it's like, it, it, it goes from like, man, the Red Sox are terrible, and then they start winning, and I'm like, oh, we're going to win the World Series, you know? it's to so wait until October. Yeah, 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 it's a long season. It's a long, it's a long season. So, so
3: let's just start a quick check-in. Okay. Um, I can start just yeah. as a set myself yeah. as an example. I'm Rhiannon. I'm 17. I'm a senior in high school. Uh, I use she, her, hers pronouns, and the Red Sox are better than the Yankees. Facts. I know that. And that has been ingrained in me by my dad since I was like. Unless we're going off before. how many people
0: have, which team has most World Series wins? Because listen, then, then it's the Yankees.
3: Listen, I don't know. Okay, I don't know. (laughs) All I know is that when I was, like, nine, I had a pink baseball hat that had, like, a sparkled Boston B on it, and I wore it every single day. Um, Boston Faithful. Let's send it, I don't know. Chief, do you want to go second or last?
0: I don't care. Whatever. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. We'll save save the best for last. Uh, Oh, yeah. So, you guys know my voice by now for our listeners. Mark here, 24, he, him, the uh, youth program coordinator over here, but colloquially, I'm the... uh, the youth overlord the Which benevolent the benevolent youth overlord here Can't and remember his own title. uh i love the socks but you know it's a love-hate relationship i love them but sometimes they uh they lose games that they should win and it really upsets me but sometimes,
3: they suck.
0: sometimes they do sometimes sometimes they do but we're we're on the road we won three in a row we're doing good here um what do we got
3: is it detective or sergeant? Ooh, uh,
0: Lieutenant Steve Rogers. <laughs> oh, <thought> I was <laughs> <mind closed. laughs>
4: Age 55. He, him. Um, Red Sox baseball is not my biggest thing. I'll watch in November and October, like okay. the team said. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I am a Patriots season ticket holder, so I'm an okay. avid Patriots fan. But I do like all the Boston teams. Yeah. What do we think? For the Pats this season. They're turning it around. I'm turning it around. I believe I believe in Belichick. Yeah. I believe in Belichick. I have to. I'm financially invested. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not sure. least.
2: Sure. Uh, Terry Delahanty, chief of police, uh, in Winthrop, um, fifty two years old, he him pronouns. Um, and Patriots Bruins. Oh yeah. And the other two sports, I don't know if, if they even exist.
0: No? No. I I, I mean,
2: I don't have the time to watch them. They're too long. Yeah. (laughs) The season's way too drawn out. You're right. I like quick seasons. Uh (laughs) Although you could say the same about the Bruins. They have a pretty long season as well. Um, If we're doing uh, pre-COVID seasons. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now with COVID, everything's shrunk down, including our sports.
0: The Bruins, I got a love-hate relationship with the Bruins, too. Because I'm like, man, sometimes they're rocking. And then, like, sometimes they lose to teams that they should, you know. I don't
2: know. I think we all have those bad days, don't we? You're right. We're all spoiled by the Patriots. We're we're, we're definitely spoiled. It's so funny. In Boston. We were spoiled
0: it's something, so this is something that I say on every podcast, but it's like, when I was in Peace Corps, and then everyone, like, gives me
3: I was in Peace Corps all sorts of stuff, mm-hmm. but
0: uh, so when I was serving in the Peace Corps, I was the only person from New England, like, the only person from here, like, I, we had, there were folks from New York, but, you know, they're New York sports fans, and, like, we got into the conversation of, like, championship parades, and I've just been like, man, I've been to so many, I don't know, I'm kind of sick of them, and then, like, I have, one of my best friends was, like, a Jets fan, he's never been to one, he was like, yeah, whatever, dude. But yeah, we are spoiled. The Boston sports, Um, cool. All right. So first and foremost, we had someone write the question of uh, can they press the siren on a police car? No, no,
3: no. That's not. That's not actually how they're. uh, You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. The number one question that we had as a group when we were writing this script is, can I press the woo woo button? Um, I did. We did go over these, and I did have to translate a little bit. Uh, the woo-woo button is that's the That's a siren. generational gap we call that. It is. <laughs> it is. Um, it's the siren. It's the spinny lights on top. Uh, I would like to press that. Uh, I, do, I don't know a person who doesn't want to press that. I think that's like a... Honestly, when I was little, that was, like, what made me want to be a police officer. And then I was like, oh, there's more to this job. Don't
4: Don't, don't tell the chief, but I let all my kids do that, like, when they were five. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, so we're pretty
2: liberal with people allowing people to press our woo-woo button. The woo-woo button. So, yeah, we can definitely hook you up to press the woo-woo button. Um, And certainly that's one of the things that we do in Winthrop a lot um, through the... Vehicles that we have uh, laid out for kids at the parks and for the uh, barbecues that we used to do pre-COVID. Mm. Pre, uh, uh, even last year, we managed to get the barbecues out. Uh, it was the delivery method, though. We dropped them off and wrapped them uh, and, and then delivered them. So hopefully this year, we'll have a lot more kids pressing the wool button back at the park <laughs> when we have the, the motorcycle and the, the cruisers out there. Um, and hopefully the fire department, DPW, and the police department will be back out. Um, They usually do it in around June uh, on a Saturday when everyone can come down and press the buttons and lights and sirens and um, you know have some satisfaction because children uh, love to do that. They love to Mm. hear the siren and see the lights and it's (laughs) one of our ways that we're able to to break that barrier with the community. So um, we're happy to do that.
4: It's fun. I'm sure the chief can set it up so you can ride in Santa Monica. Are
3: you you serious? Then yeah.
4: you can woo woo the whole night. <laughs> <Are you
3: serious? laughs> Oh my god. In, in, I used in, to... in, after
2: about ten minutes of listening to that button, you're gonna go, I had enough. I'm into it.
3: Listen just draw me off of my house and I'm good. But uh I will ride with Santa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um So, Chief, tell us a little bit about your history in Winthrop and, like, how you got involved, Winthrop-specific, maybe how you got involved in law enforcement, what made you want to get into it. I
2: don't know know if we have enough time. (laughs) (laughs) So it goes way back for me, uh, wanting to become a police officer. It, It goes back to when I was a child. Um, and you know, we had those SWAT trucks and blue SWAT vans that we, we got as Christmas presents uh, when I was a kid, and uh, all ever since then, watching a show that you probably never even heard of, Adam 12, um, on television. You can oh. actually Google it, or YouTube it, and uh, see what Adam 12 is all about. Uh, but the, you know, those police shows got me interested in being and wanting to be a police officer. Uh, my father, um, who passed away uh, way too young. Um, At the age of 63 was an environmental police officer um, in Boston Uh, He was in the dispatch center for the environmental police. So um, Kind of taking after him and following his footsteps and then of course um, my brothers uh, Three of them are police officers one in Natick and two here in Winthrop So uh, one my brother Michael passed away two years ago um, as a police officer Um, So he never got the opportunity to retire my father passed away as a police officer, I never really got the opportunity to retire either. So my goal is to retire and have some <laughs> and have some peace after working as a police officer. That's a good goal. Um, yeah, it so so, it, good. It's, 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 so I can enjoy my family a little bit more. Um, but we get so we get some years before that happens. And um, so as I grew up, I uh, went to the Reserve Police Academy in Tewkesbury um massachusetts and i worked at a private security outfit in boston at the Swiss la boston bowl on morrissey boulevard Um, then after that um, i worked for chelsea housing authority i put myself through the academy what they call a self-sponsor i paid for my own academy Um, i didn't get paid to go to the academy so i put myself through and uh, they laid me off in chelsea housing and i went over to umass boston and i was a sergeant over umass boston police on Morrissey Boulevard in Dorchester. Um, and then eventually I came here in 1994 as a reserve police officer. In 1995, I became a full-time police officer. Um, and then I took the promotional exams in around 2006 or 7. Became a sergeant um, in about 2009. I became a lieutenant for a day. They promoted me to assistant acting chief. Um, when the financial crisis hit in 2010, yeah. Um, they demoted me back to a lieutenant and laid the police chief off and then promoted me to police chief after they got the override passed. So my career has taken some turns, um, but you you, know, you have to expect that once you get to the higher level and ranks of the police department, um, you get you, there today, you might be gone tomorrow. So you, mm-hmm. the value you add um, to a community is important um, because we don't know um, how long we're going to be on the earth for or how long we're going to be in our positions for. So um, that's kind of my career in a nutshell. Um, <laughs> so it, it's, uh, it's been fun. Um, it's a lot of energy that goes into it, but I have great support staff with Lieutenant Rogers, Lieutenant Krzysztofie, Lieutenant Feely, um, uh, Lieutenant Judge Yidian, um and of course the deputy chief uh, that takes over when I'm not around. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, on the weekends or holidays, they usually call him first before bothering me. So I'm grateful <laughs> for that little break. <laughs> um, before when we didn't have a deputy chief, it was it was a lot more tiresome um, that I take every call, uh, no matter what time of the day or the night is. So hopefully we put more structure in the police department that um, you don't get every single call and that the lieutenants take some pressure off, the deputy chiefs take some pressure off. Mm. Um, but you need that those layers in any organization. Um, to make sure no one's overworked.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I, I think
3: mean, if that's your career in a nutshell, that must be a pretty big nutshell. Like, that <laughs> is a pretty big <laughs> nutshell.
2: That is, um, you know, my wife calls me a workaholic, and and um, and certainly without her support, my children's support, I couldn't do what I love to do, and um, and do it as good as I I try to do it. Uh, I'm not going to mm-hmm. say do it because I don't know. I don't judge <laughs> myself. The public judges me, and sure. and the people I work with judge me. Um, so yeah. hopefully I achieved their standards at
0: least. Yeah. I mean, the commitment to the community is clear and evident from our perspective. I mean, you know, we really love working with the Winter police department and, you know, partnering with you guys. And I'm sure and when the summer comes, we'll be able to maybe yeah. hopefully get some stuff going. We'll see yeah, what we can absolutely. do. We'll see what happens. We'll get,
2: we'll get something going. Um, if we got to break out.
3: I want to get you back on the grill.
2: Yeah, yeah. I love the grill. I, I love <laughs> grilling. I love cooking. <laughs> um, my brother Michael loved cooking and grilling, and uh, you know he got me involved with the police association early on uh, with Special Olympics. So we love doing the Special Olympics program, um, and that usually is in June. I think the second week of June, second Saturday of June. So I'm hoping that we can get back to doing the Special Olympics yeah. um, with the with the the group that we do it with. I think it's uh, well deserved, and necessary, and they deserve to get out in the in the fresh air as well, yeah. we'll get back and try to get back to normal Some as much as we normal, can
0: right yeah
2: um, we might have to wear masks but that's okay we, hey. we can do that
0: <laughs> Masks, no problem yeah so i know you guys are like we just opened up this podcast with uh, nick there on the phone uh, maybe we want to talk a little bit more about what you guys are doing in april and maybe how winthrop folks can get involved and just so everyone kind of knows what's going on here
2: sure i'd love to um, so as as we discussed just a little while ago with the Aut- Autism Awareness Month, yeah, um, it's a it's a great um, opportunity for the Winter Police Department this year to become partners with the Doug Flutie Foundation, with the patch sales, and you can pick up patches at the Police Department for ten dollars, or you can pick it up um, two hours before the All Star Game, with the Winter Police and the Winter Fire will be um, challenging the Winter Ball Stars, which I believe Councilor uh, Rob DeMarco is the goalie for the Winter Ball Stars. Uh, on April 17th at 6.30 p.m. So starting at 4.30, our Explorer post will be out uh, with a table in the parking lot at and Rink selling the patches and the T-shirts. So we're grateful for the Explorers because they add to that, our mm-hmm. department, and they add to our community events as well. Um, so it's $10 a patch, $15 for the shirt. Um, and then, of course, um, at the end of the month, we don't stop there because uh, autism is one um Agency and organization, uh, the flu that needs assistance financially, but also the Suffolk County Child Advocacy Center and their Genomics Climb on April 24th. Uh, we'll have that posted also on our uh, Facebook page. And we're actually going to do it here in Winthrop this year. Usually we go into the John Hancock building, you go up 86 flights of stairs, <laughs> and then um, you get oxygen at the top and you come back down. Um, this year, because of COVID, we're going to do it down Deer Island, and we're going to do the, the, the walk there, uh, as many steps as we would um, in Boston. So uh, it has to be modified, unfortunately, but the, um, that center is very important to us as a police department and a community. Uh, they're the ones that actually deals with the deals with the child abuse and sexual assault of children. Uh, they assist us in interviewing children uh, of all ages we don't have that expertise uh, uh, you know it's something that a clinician has to do as well sure. um, so they assist us uh, significantly um, and they need support and in order to keep going uh, we try to financially support them each year as well um, because they give a huge amount of value to us and in the, in the community of Winthrop.
0: Mm. Yeah, um, I'm interested. If who, so, who's on this all star team?
2: I'm gonna let Lieutenant Rogers uh, because he's the uh, like he's the all star itself right there. Are yeah. you
3: playing?
4: I am playing. No yeah. oh, way. <laughs> <You've been limited laughs> one or two shifts. Okay. Because <laughs> the fire the fire guys are a lot younger. Please. They got the legs. They got the legs. Yeah. yeah um, Council, like the chief said, um, Council DeMarco's playing that. Councilor Christopher's. Going to be playing out. Um, I believe uh, Representative Jeffrey Turco is going to be there and coach for the All Stars. Okay. Really? Uh, yeah, we're trying to get a, a few, I don't want to say it till we officially have them, but we're trying to get a few uh, famous names like to uh, maybe come down and Drop the puck for, to start the game. Okay. Like famous Olympians. Yeah, I, can't, can't, I don't want <laughs> to spoil any surprises. I, don't I think you just gave it away. So it's official, <laughs> so it's official <laughs> but you can figure famous it out. Uh, and, then it's just, and then it's just a lot of on both teams there's actually like uh, several, like um, Casey Brugman played um, international hockey over in Germany. Uh, hmm. um, um, Hamilton, Mark Hamilton played Division 1 for Maine. So this. There's some guys that played Division One hockey and some uh, in in minor league hockey in the country because huh. it's really a big hockey town, oh, yeah. and we thought it was a great we thought oh, it was yeah. a great way to to um, just having a because ev- when we're trying to promote the selling of the patches and the mm-hmm. t-shirts, have an event that is centered around so we can kind of work around that event and push push it out to the community and um, and get the support and the awareness going for autism so. That was kind of the goal with the game. Yeah. So there'll there'll be some really good hockey players there, and like the chief said, um, the explorers will be in the parking lot two hours before the game, so people can drive through, and we'll have a table and they can drive through and purchase patches and t-shirts right from their car, because of you know we still have to be careful with the COVID. So of course. Um, they'll be masked and wash everything down, and they'll be selling the t-shirts and the patches because there'll be limited access to the game. Uh, mm-hmm. But the game will be played on WCAT. One of our guys is going to be the color guy. We'll see how that works out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's pretty much.
0: That's awesome. Um. So with limited, so can fo- do folks buy tickets? Do the, do the donations for the? No, it's go- really it's
4: really about selling the patches and yeah. the t-shirts. Okay, so, so there's really no tickets. Uh, we we really want to encourage people to watch it at home on CAT because, yeah. like I said, we're only going to be able to let a limited amount of people in, so we want to kind of keep that. Uh, to uh maybe um you know the, the explorers who are selling out front and you know some family members and stuff.
0: Great. And when is that going to be aired on on the TV
4: on the television? To be determined. We're going for live. Go. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh. We're, we're okay. We're yeah. all about. Okay. I didn't know if we wanted
2: to we, all, we wanted to promise that, but that's what we're shooting. It's so yeah, all yeah, about
0: shoot internet right. yeah. So uh,
4: hopefully it works.
0: But it'll be it'll be up and people will be able to watch it at some point, yes. whether it's live or post broadcast. In any case. That's awesome.
3: I think that might be the uh, first hockey match game, something like that. First hockey thing that I've, I've seen in several years. Hmm.
2: See, there you go. We're, bring, we're bringing you back into the mm-hmm. hockey.
3: <laughs> it's, it's hard to escape hockey in Winthrop. It's. I, I it's talk difficult. about this all the time. We, <laughs> so
0: we did that um, the Stay in Your Car Drive-In movie series here at E.B. Yeah. E. Newton, and... Um, I, this was like when I was new and we were planning this And I was like, man, let's watch Miracle It'll be perfect, people will love that Like, you know, everyone will show up, it'll be awesome you guys
3: know and, and,
0: uh, <laughs> and like, I was like It's gonna be, and then we had some people come And it wasn't like our most popular one And I was like, we were like halfway through the movie And I was like, oh man Everyone's probably seen Everyone's this movie like, a, a we million live times I'm right next to the, the, the Aruzioni Center, you know uh, It's awesome um, But I, I think that the fact that what this program you guys are doing with the Flutie Foundation, the, the, you know all the donate, I think this is a really great cause and um, I'm excited. I'm definitely gonna see if I can grab a patch and a shirt. I think it would be great. Um, see the Explorers, come check it out, yeah. you know. And um, well,
2: We appreciate your support and, uh, and certainly uh, doing this. So, everyone, Cass is a great partner as well, um, to the one the police department. So, we appreciate uh, your efforts and everything you partner with us on so That's it's awesome. um really it's, it. It, it makes our job easier i think events like this um, is exactly what um the nation across the nation should be following um uh, we were a lot we were ahead of the game and ahead of the curve on a lot of our stuff and it's because of community commitment and community engagement
3: mm-hmm.
2: um so that that helps us um, That's all see bad. people uh, for what they really are instead of just seeing the bad side of
0: people all the time indeed I think that's a good. That's a good. I think that's a good ending point right there. There you go. Yeah. We didn't really tie up the knot, <laughs> And then um, we'll
3: just we'll just wrap it up with a quick like siren sound effect, so that people listening in their cars will think that they
1: we'll like, think that it's you. Mm, but yeah, that, yeah. they are getting pulled over. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys.
0: Thanks so much. Thank you. Good. Farewell. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Well, this is the end. It's the worst part. But fear not, as you can always come hang out with us and get involved in CASA through our group meetings over on the second floor of E.B. Newton in Winthrop. We meet on Monday, Thursday, and Friday from 3 to 5. Monday's middle school day. Thursday is Q Club, which is like a, an LGBTQ space, an LGBTQ club. Um, so folks who identify with that community uh, and allies, anyone is welcome. Um, but that's a space specific for LGBT, the, the LGBTQ community, and that's on Thursday. And Friday is high school day. You got homework? Come do it in our space. You feeling lonely? Come be around good people and good snacks. We're always here for you. In any case, see you on the next episode. Take it easy, be well, and stay safe. Peace out.